You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, the podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Tomorrow night's game is an away game, and we travel to Daytona Beach to go against Mainland High School. After this break, going to talk a little bit about the RPI, and then we'll go into the game. So let's talk a little bit about the RPI that was released yesterday by the FHSAA. Uh, it was made a big deal about it. People were kind of looking at it and scratching their heads. Uh, one of the biggest things from the 8A RPI was Venice was first, Lake Mary was second, and then we were third. Uh, one of the big things that has to be remembered about the RPI is the first RPI that was released. And in my opinion, I don't think the FHSAA should have released it this early because it really means nothing. The RPI that was released yesterday only takes into account the current games you've played. So in our case, it only takes into account the four games that we've played. And one thing to remember about the RPI is there's three things that it calculates. There's your team's winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage, and your opponent's opponent's winning percentage. So let me give a hypothetical here. Let's say a team is 4-0 and and the RPI comes out and that team, a uh, team that's 3-0 and is above that team that's 4-0 and uh, because of the RPI, the way it's calculated. So let's say the team that came in second in that RPI played a team that was 0-4. So that would be the reason that in the calculation, because the calculation is taking into account the opponent's winning percentage, why that team might be lower than the team that's 3-0. and Now, let's say that that team that is 3-0 has a team that's going to be 0-4, or by that time, 0-6 in the schedule, then that when that team plays that team it's going to recalculate again and that 4 and 0 team is going to jump up above that other team so that's just a hypothetical on one example so the main thing to know is that uh if you play a team that their winning percent percentage is really low that's going to kill you in the first or even the next couple of RPIs uh, until your full schedule is played, and then uh, it's going to recalculate, and pretty much everything's going to even out. So what the RPI is now has nothing really to do with how the playoffs are going to look. And I think it was made a big deal yesterday that they were saying that this is going to be how the playoffs will look. And of course, the goal is to win the district. So if you win the district, you get an automatic bid into the playoffs. And the RPI at that point is more for seeding purposes and things like that. So uh, the our goal has always been winning the district, and that's what we still continue to do. Uh, the people who don't win the district, then RPI can become crucial for them. But again, it's going to be the last RPI of the season that's going to do all the seedings. 
So I just wanted to touch on that a little because I know a lot of the articles that were going out yesterday uh, weren't putting the RPI in context and uh, a lot of the, even the articles in the newspaper that I read that was coming out of uh, South Florida, uh, they were really mad at the RPI because one of the things that they were pointing out was St. Thomas Aquinas was like 120-something, uh, and they pointed to the AP polls saying that they're higher than that. But uh, you just got to remember about the – it's early, and uh, especially some teams – that games were canceled, so at this point, some teams don't even have four games under their belt. So it's all going to be straightened out at the end of the season. Okay, so let's talk about Mainland. So Mainland Buccaneers out of Daytona Beach last year were 8-3. and three. The three losses they had was we beat them 27-14, to 14. Columbia beat them 28 to 26 and University Orange City beat them 14 to 7. This year Mainland has a 1 and 2 record. They lost to Flagler Palm Coast 17 to 13. They lost to Spruce Creek 10 to 9 and then they beat Lake Mineola who was a runner up in the state championship last year. 35-6. to six. That's a game where their offense seemed to come alive, and uh, they had a good game. In the game they lost against Flagler Palm Coast, 17-13, to 13, Flagler Palm Coast's defense had nine sacks and two interceptions against Mainland's offense, and Flagler Palm Coast scored their points on their running game. In the game Mainland lost against Spruce Creek 10 to 9, the story of that game was Mainland caused their own problems. There was two fumbles and then an interception and they came at critical times. So in that game Mainland shot themselves in the foot. Spruce Creek ended up winning it with a field goal to go up 10 to 9 and Spruce Creek ended up winning. Mainland's game that they won was when they beat Lake Mineola 35-6. to And the story of that game was Mainland's special teams. They are very good special teams. The first thing that happened in the game was Clarence McLeod blocked a punt and ran it back 40 yards for a touchdown. And then another special team score was Caleb Evans, who did a jarring hit against Flagler Palm Coast and knocked the ball out and grabbed it and ran for a 20-yard TD. So a big thing on Mainland is their special teams and also their defense. Now, the problem Mainland's had all year is generating offense. So their offense is what has been a weakness in their first three games. And even in the game against Lake Mineola, to generate uh, offense what they did was a reverse in that reverse they scored a touchdown with so their strengths is their defense and their uh, special teams but uh, I think the offense is one of their weaknesses mainland's defense had four sacks in that game and they held the Lake Mineola to less than 100 passing yards some of the players from mainland to keep an eye on is Isaiah Gordon he's a running back committed to Marshall 
Isaiah Shine, he's a quarterback. Zay Mincy, he's an athlete that's committed to USF. And Kenton Rickerson Jr. is in their secondary, and he is one of the ones that had a one-handed catch against Lake Mineola for an interception. Uh, so Malin boasts about their secondary, and their coach believes that they are the best in the state. Uh, I'll give them that they might be the second best, but I think we know who the best is in the state, and Mainland's going to get a taste of that tomorrow. So the big keys to the game tomorrow, Mainland's strengths are probably their special teams, and one of the things they like to do is the hard hits. So in the Lake Mineola game when I was watching it, there was a special teams hit where it was a kickoff and uh, he was running it back and this kid put a nice hit on him and he uh, lost the ball and it was picked up by Mainland for a touchdown. So their special teams like to draw the ball loose and they like to intimidate with hard hits. This brings me to the first key of the game. Since Mainland has a great special teams, our kick return and our punt return teams have to be on point uh, with the blocking and uh, also securing the ball because Mainland's going to try to knock it out. So uh, that's going to be key. The second key to the game, in my opinion, is our offense has to be balanced. Uh, since Mainland has a good secondary uh, we're going to want to get the run game going as well. So maybe Mainland's secondary will cheat a little and then we can get it over the top. So the biggest thing is a balanced offense. Uh, I think uh, the run game, as we saw the two games before the Lake Mineola from Mainland, uh, they weren't able to stop the run game from Fagapalm Palm Coast and Spruce Creek. So I think with our running backs, we're going to be able, that's where we're going to be key and be able to get some yards. And uh, I, I like our receivers against their secondary, even though their secondary is good. I think we got a good balance of talent. So the big second key would be the balanced offense. And the final key is the team that's going to make the less mistakes and the less penalties are going to be the team that's going to be able to dominate this game. Mainland's first two games, they had a tough time when it came to fumbles and they threw interceptions, so they were making a lot of mistakes. Last game against Lake Mineola was the first game that they really had a clean game and they were able to dominate that game. So one of the things we have to do is limit penalties and uh, mistakes. So that should be the third key to the game. And I think it's going to be an excellent game tomorrow. And it's going to be away at Daytona Stadium. So that's all I have for a pregame. Should be a great game tomorrow. It's going to be a away game. The game, the next game after that, is going to be probably the toughest game that we have on the schedule. Uh, that one also should be a good one, but that's at home. So let's show up at Daytona Stadium and make sure that we fill up the stadium. And it should be a good game. I want to thank everyone for listening. And please share to as many people as possible. Thank you.